0: You're listening to another ambitious Entrepreneur Network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field industry thought leader podcast will show you how now over to your host Anne-Marie Cross
1: Hi, it's Anne-Marie here. Welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Can't wait to share more content with you to help you become known that authority, that thought leader in your industry. Now, I know that it's been a number of weeks between when I launched my three-part plus a bonus part podcast series till this particular episode. There's been a lot happening, but I did do that intentionally because there is a lot of content in all of those four episodes, and I hope that you've been able to go through them sequentially. And have really been benefiting from each of those topics. Now, if you haven't already gone and listened to those, I really do encourage you to do that. I'll mention them again at the end of the show. But to get access, all you need to do is go to anmariecross.com forward slash podcast series. Lots of good stuff in that. But one of the things I wanted to talk about uh, today, and I wrote an article about this, it came up in my last podcasting workshop where I had 10 awesome, awesome change agents sitting with me in a room who were considering starting a podcast as a way to get their message out there, to make much bigger impact and influence out into the world, whilst also using and leveraging their podcast as a way to nurture listeners, to leads and ultimately paying clients. And one of the things that they said was, how do I find the time to now focus on getting these podcasts recorded, let alone published, produced, and promoted how do i find time and this is something that is not only relevant when we're considering getting a podcast so if you're considering getting a podcast incorporated into your marketing and the way that you're going to communicate your brand but also just as a business owner who is really focusing on making an impact in their industry uh, to be able to focus on the right activities and we're already stretched too thin when we think about all of the different things that we're doing in our business so I want wanted to share something that one of my mentors shared with me many many years ago as myself and a number of other coaches in her mentoring program began to feel really overwhelmed with all of the tasks that we knew we needed to do so if the thought of fitting one more thing Into your already hectic schedule can seem impossible. This show is for you. I want to share the four steps that I now do on a regular basis, actually checking in to see whether I am continuing to focus on the right tasks. And one of the things that we often say when we're thinking about the topic of time is, how do I find more time? I always seem to never quite be able to squeeze everything in. You'll notice that a lot of the language that we use is very much scarcity-based. Not enough time, trying to find the time. Our to-do list can seem like this never ending list there's always something to do cross off one thing which i like love to do i have to fess up here i'm one of those people that love to write lists even if they're electronic lists wonderlist is one uh, piece of technology i use and i love the fact that when i electronically click the button is done it goes bing this alarm bell and it's so satisfying. Just as satisfying as grabbing a pen and putting a cross through something is done or a tick next to something that's done. And for those of you who'd love to do that too, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, when we think about some of the things that we need to do, for us creative types, we love creating programs, creating content, launching programs. We think we need to do marketing. For some of you, you've just cringed because you hate marketing. I actually love it. Writing articles, blog posts, I love doing that too. Working with clients, business development. You think about social development, networking with admin filings speaking to prospects presenting very important attending networking events all of those different things it can go on and on and on and i'm sure you can relate now there was a quote that i read a while ago that made me stop and it completely shifted my thinking around time And it was by charles budston and he said you're never going to find time you must make it you'll never find time you must make it and that puts a whole reframe on that whole topic of time doesn't it because they're often struggling need to find time need to find time which means every time we say yes to something there is something that we are saying no to so if I'm saying yes to these particular tasks it means I'm saying no to others if I say yes to things in my business when you're thinking about kind of juggling all aspects of your life I'm saying no to maybe family time or doing things that I really want to do outside of, of business but it's thought provoking, isn't it you'll never find time you must make time after I read that quote, I thought, you know what, I really need to take a step back from my business and I need to evaluate or reevaluate my entire approach to how I was managing my time because I'm one of those people that I, I love what I do and for me it doesn't seem like a chore unless of course I'm doing some things that I don't necessarily like but I kind of like doing a lot of the admin tasks and updating my website you know but that perfectionism in me it's kind of oh let's just move that graphic a little bit to the left oh a bit too much a little bit to the right and it's like seriously Amory, is this the best use of your time there is someone else who is far more of an expert in that area that needs to do that and you know as business owners as CEOs of our business who really want to make that bigger impact in the world we need to really reevaluate what are we focusing our time on so not only are there tasks that I did enjoy doing and I realized I really need to get a team member or someone in to help me there are also other things that would distract me and one of those things is I can easily be distracted especially with bright shiny new objects or social media a new tool comes out and before i know it i'm dived in what is this how can i leverage this and you know what that's not the best use of my time because i'm probably not maximizing all of the other tools that i'm using when i took that step back and i started to really evaluate do a bit of a time audit the results were surprising so when looking at those tasks that were keeping me busy I realized that those activities, they weren't business development activities and they weren't income generating activities. And what I mean by that was, you know, working on your business, and I'm sure you've heard that before, working on your business versus working in your business. And working on your business was more the business development, developing opportunities, getting things created that you know would help get you out in front of your ideal client, get your message out there, which we know is so very important, especially when we're really building our reputation as that authority and that thought leader. Now income generating activities with things such as you know marketing, speaking, These podcasts, a program and product development, those were really important things. There were also admin duties that I could see that I should have been outsourcing. And I knew something had to be done to prevent me from downing an admin and other activities that were keeping me stuck working in my business. Now, administration is, is a skill of mine. In fact, my previous job, when I, you know, when I do that with quotes, was in admin and bookkeeping and that kind of thing. And I loved it because I'm very organized and very systematized. But for me, doing the admin in my business was not the best use of my time. So here's what I did. I created an exercise that helped me to get really clear and focused, really asking myself what tasks can I start to outsource, but more importantly, the tasks that I knew that I needed to do, tasks that I knew no one else could really do because number one, I needed to be there, like I can't get... An admin, or a VA, or someone who's highly specialized in her field, to do coaching with my clients, or to do podcast interviews, or do a speaking engagement for me. I can't send someone to do that for me. So there are certainly um, tasks and functions in my business that I need to do. So here's the the exercise that I did, and I really encourage you to do this exercise too. Um, Make a bit of time in your diary, block it out, so that you can really focus on this because. It's going to be very difficult for you to get clear and get systems and processes in place to help you free up time so that you can focus on the things that you need to focus on if you don't do this intentionally and don't do this purposefully. So block out a couple of hours so that you really can commit to this. The outcome is you're going to free up your time. You're going to have more opportunities to speak to more ideal clients, enroll those those clients into paying customers and make a much bigger impact in the world and ultimately have the time and freedom to make the choices to participate in any activities even if it's that outside the workplace outside your business that you're only dreaming about at this particular time okay here's the exercise So first of all, I want you to draw a table and you can do this on a piece of paper. So draw a table with three columns or if you prefer to do this electronically, create a table in Word or whatever word processing technology you're using, three tables. Then I want you to, in step two, list all of the activities that you're currently doing in your business and that is in the middle column now i'm talking about everything you may even want to segregate things into categories such as if you're still doing bookkeeping so finance stuff marketing um, content creation admin all of those different things write down every single task That you do going to the post office, um, doing my bookkeeping, doing my website, filing, whatever, every single task that you do. And if you miss something out and don't put it on the list, then that means you're not going to be able to evaluate it and see if it's the best use of your time. And you're not going to be able to streamline it, automate it or delegate it. So I really encourage you to do that. Then what I want you to do in step three, is to highlight all of the activities. But here's the two parameters. A, this task gets you closer to your prospects and ultimately money. See, like filing, that is not going to get you closer to your money. Updating your website, not really going to get you closer to the money. Speaking in front of your ideal clients, yes, that's going to get you closer to the money. Having sales conversations is going to get you to, the, you know, closer to the money. So you know in your gut what those tasks are. But it may be a task that you think mm, don't really want to do. And that's actually another point that I want to make. If you go through this activity and you realize, goodness, all of the tasks that I've got there, none of them are getting me closer to the money or my prospective clients, then you need to evaluate your brand communications, wheel. how you're getting your message out there. So hopefully you've got tasks on the middle or in the middle column that is going to get you closest to your prospects and money. And secondly, the second parameter is, demands your direct involvement you can't get someone else to do that for instance if i was to run a webinar or do a presentation or go to a networking event and people expected me to show up and not one of my team members i can't hire someone to do that for me i can't get my va or my obm to do that presentation or that keynote for me it demands my direct involvement so that's what you want to go through that list in the middle column Gets you closer to your prospects and money and demands your direct involvement. Now, what you then want to do is move those things to the left column. And that column is labeled my unique talents or my inner brilliance. These are the things that you really need to focus on. And then guess what? All of the things in the middle column need to be moved eventually to the right column, which is my support team. So whether you do delegate that or whether you set up a system to enable you to automate that, those are things that you want to focus on and get into place. So if I was to have a look at what my list looks like, my unique talents on the left pretty much are these things. Interviewing guests on my podcast, I can't get anyone else to do that. This podcast, uh, and of course, a couple of other podcasts, one of them being the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast and Women in Leadership Podcast, they're very much I'm the host and I interview guests. I can't get someone else to do that for me. Now, content creation, and there is a myriad of different things within that. Now, of course, I could get someone to do that for me. I could outsource that. However, I have done that or tried to do that in the past and being a brand strategist, getting someone else to represent my voice is just something that I've struggled with. And so I do all of the content myself because I enjoy doing that. So that is writing articles. That is even to the point of writing my own personal brand comments on social media that I'm sharing alongside my graphics and other things. Now I'll get someone else, one of my team members, once I Create that, they will publish that, they will schedule that, but I do all of the writing. I write all of my programs, develop all of my programs, content creation on behalf of my clients when we're mapping out their podcast series. All of that content creation, the strategy, the development, the writing, all of that I do because that's an area of my expertise and I really love doing that. Client work, training and workshops and speaking. Those are the kind of things that I have to do. It's client work obviously, but training, workshops and speaking, keynotes, all of that, that's part of my service offering, but also getting out there in front of my ideal client. And then relationship building. This is where very much, It is around networking, so networking events. It's the various conversations that I have. One of the programs that I'm running now is my Money Marketing and Mindset Mastermind. And there's a core group of business owners who are going through that. And every single month we do a specific topic. Part of that training that we've just recently done, and if you're part of that, you'll know how important it is. And we did this last month where we talked about the various conversations that you want to have as part of your business and that may be discussed. Sessions, it's initial, you know, connection meetings, it is those enrollment and sales conversations, it is those conversations that you're having with people getting to know, like, and trust them. And then obviously, if they're more interested in speaking to you about how you might support them, those particular conversations where you incorporate as part of your customer buyer's journey and, and nurturing. Journey. So, relationship building is really key. So, just to recap interviewing guests, content creation, client work, and, and obviously training and workshops and keynotes and speaking and relationship building. Those are the things that I have to focus on. Everything else goes to my team or is automated. Here are some other things that I want to share with you to help you become more productive during your day so now you've got that activity where you can then really hone in on the tasks that you need to focus on and then put into place block out time in your calendar to get things systematised, to get your processes up, like training documentation. Uh, One of the things that I've recently done is on Google Sites is to put all of the training content that I had created for my team, which was sitting on Google Docs and sitting on Dropbox, all in the one area on a Google site and that's where I'm now going to use as a central training hub for all of my team and as we get new team members all of this training documentation will be in that one place so this I'm sharing this because ultimately you're now as your CEO of your business as the leader of your business think about okay now that I realize that I need to outsource more that I need to delegate more I have to put into place a system and a process that enables me to get everything out of my head and onto paper and onto a document. You might use Google sites as well so that I don't have to repeat myself every time I'm training up a new team member. And you want to be able to nurture and build up that new team member into your business so that they have everything that they need to know to be able to do the best job possible to support you because that's another thing that I see many business owners struggle with is that they outsource but they haven't supported their team their new team member in getting up to speed with what needs to be done and you still a, b- a bottleneck in your business because your team member can only support you as best as how you've trained them and how you've empowered them to do the work that you want them to do to be your support that's a whole other show on its own you know I've certainly learned that because part of my training but also what I've had an extensive experience on is around team building and delegating and because of the fact that I've worked with a lot of smaller businesses and even when I was working in a role was very much smaller businesses so we needed to be far more involved across different areas of the business so thankfully you know that that early learning stage and that hands-on knowledge and experience has really supported me in now overseeing a team in my business so just wanted to give you that information as well so make sure as you're starting to delegate that you set up those systems first so that you can empower your team that new team member to be able to support you as best as possible because they're not having to ask you questions all the time on how to do something it's all there for them Another thing that I wanted to share with you around how I you know, maintain my productivity so that I can focus on those tasks that I know that I need to do but I can be far more efficient and effective are a couple of other things that I've learned through, you know, through the years through mentors as well and that I've seen other business owners doing with great, great impact. And the first is batching and blocking. Batching and blocking. So batching is when you take similar tasks together and you block out time in your schedule to ensure they get done during that time. Now, studies, I, I haven't got the, the, the studies with me now to share with you, but studies, Google it if you want to know more information. But studies have shown that batching work that requires similar brain power, so you're working on similar tasks, it actually enhances your productivity in comparison to if you are working on tasks that require different parts of the brain. So you're switching between. So you might be up, you know, you might be up there creating content and then you're making a telephone call and then you're switching back to content creation. And oh, okay, so if you're doing a podcast, then you're going to do a podcast interview. Each of those different things, and then you might do a client call. Each of those different functions require different, aspects of your brain and different thinking around that and that can cause you to lose efficiency as you're swapping between those tasks. What I do as far as batching and blocking and how that looks for me is something like this, just to give you some examples so you can see how I'm using that. So Monday, that's my creativity day. That's where I spend a lot of my time creating content. I love that because I don't schedule anything. And when I have the whole day free and I know I'm going to create content and this could include, you know, articles, social media posts, creating my next course or updating it. This all gets scheduled on a Monday when I'm rested from the weekend hold tightly to to that. And as I said, I just love that because I get to geek out on creating content. Now, another thing that I batch is the last week of each month is where I schedule all of my own podcast interviews and the podcast interviews from my alliance partners. So therefore, I know that towards the end of the month, my entire week, it's going to be busy, absolutely, because if I look at my schedule for the end of this coming month, there are, you know, five or six shows on one day and then the next day and the next day. And I know that that whole week, I'm going to be focusing on that Whereas previously, I have been involved in interviewing almost every single day, even if it's like two or three shows and then maybe one show on the next day and so on. That really drains my energy. And I I have mentioned before on previous uh, podcasts or on, on my other podcasts, maybe not so much this one. I'm an extroverted introvert. I love speaking. Put me in front of a microphone or give a microphone in front of my hand or in my hand and I just light up and I'll just keep on talking. But get me to spend too much time with people, uh, I drain. So I need to really manage my energy. So I know at the end of that month or at, at the end of the month in that week, come that weekend, oh my goodness, I'm just going to be sign languaging to my, to my family. You know, I've got ai was just talking to my daughters this morning around how sometimes i just get so tired at the end of the day when my husband speaks to me and says do you want a coffee or something i just put my, give him a thumbs up and it's kind of a bit of an inner joke that too much peopling today mm-hmm. so um but i know my energy so i really really uh manage that as best as i can that's what happens at the end of the month Now, following up and building relationships, as I mentioned, is really important. That's one of the things, relationship building, that I do and that I can only do, really. I can't get my team to do that for me, although down the track, I could possibly get some key people who I know very much align with who I am and what I do and they can do some of my sales calls. But this is talking about relationship building where I'm building alliances and I want to take ownership of that because I think that's important for me. So what I do Friday mornings and Wednesdays are typically blocked out for meetings. Friday I've got my 50 minute get to know you call chat or so on. It's very brief. And if I believe that I can support that person, well then I schedule them into a longer uh, call on Wednesdays and so you know sometimes there may be people that I connect with on LinkedIn and what I might do is then have what I call get to know you call so we schedule something for 30 minutes 15 minutes they get an opportunity to speak share a bit more about what they do the next 15 minutes I do the same so we get to know each other but also how can we support one another and from that there may be some opportunities to work together so that's typically what I do on Friday mornings and Wednesdays and then my mastermind training and coaching calls as well as my podcasting with purpose alumni calls those are people who are in my courses who are in my training i typically schedule them for Fridays as well and now i've got the entire year blocked out and then everything in between there are you know blocks of times I know that I'm doing client work and I've got opportunities to speak to potential clients or go out to networking events. But those, there are some key dates in my diary that are just always blocked out because I'm batching work, I'm blocking out, and then everything else then gets slotted in between that. That's how that works. Now, the next step that I want to talk about to really help you increase your productivity, I've already hinted to that before, and that's document. And streamline systems and processes. And as I said, after I recognized that I needed support, I began to document all of these tasks that I was doing in a step by step training and systems document, if you will. And then I handed that off to my team. And I'm repeating myself because for some of you, this is really going to be a bottleneck from you getting out there in a much bigger way, really honing in on your message. And showing up in the places that you need to show up and doing the things, the activities that you know only you can do to become that industry thought leader. And you focusing on admin tasks, which are all important. I'm not disqualifying them or, you know, not saying that those are not important. They are very important tasks which means it's important for you to document them, get them into a documented streamlined system and process so that you can find someone who is an expert in that area and who can support you the best way possible because you've got that step-by-step document for them to follow. And as I said, I've got a training hub, a central training hub. I'm going to create a company hub for all my company systems and processes and vision and mission and all of that operations on another Google site as well. So what I am going to do, I think, as an additional support resource for you is in the show notes, I'll actually put a, a snapshot of one of my tasks, my process tasks. I think that's going to be helpful for you. So all you need to do is go to annemariecross.com forward slash 05. So annemariecross.com forward slash 05. And you'll be able to go to the show notes and see a copy of one of my process documents. And then you can kind of use that as a way to, to follow on with yours as you're creating them so that brings me to the end of this particular show so i'd love to know what you thought of the show one of your ahas why not go over to apple podcast i'll leave a link on the show notes below to subscribe to the show but also to leave a comment about what you're taking away and what you're going to do to get into action and of course i can't wait to connect with you again on the next show if you've got any questions or if there are any specific topics that you want me to talk about about in upcoming shows then all you need to do is email me at podcast at that's podcast at and then i'll look forward to answering some questions and upcoming shows if you do leave a comment on apple podcast then i'll also do a shout out for you on one of the upcoming shows that's bye for me and uh, look forward to connecting with you again soon bye for now
0: You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Want to learn how to leverage your expertise, monetize your message, while become known as an authority in your field? Access our free Industry Thought Leader Podcast series to show you how at www.annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series. That's annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series.